the big lie is a lie, that Donald Trump did not win the election. But these are people who were brought to Washington under the premise that the election was being stolen and they were going to go and stop the steal. So it's hard to blame them in a weird way. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Seven minutes after nine on uh, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. Uh, it is Memorial Day weekend Friday. So, I don't know about you guys, but I just feel like screwing off for the next two hours. Yeah, just, you know, I mean, I'm just... But Don Morgan's like, well, well, it's different from any other day. I mean, really. Let's really do it today. Let's really just mess around and not do anything. Just if the boss walks by, just shuffle some papers over there. Make make it look like you're doing some news thing. Chris, you make it, you know, touch a few knobs or something there and uh, yeah. well, just look busy. I have the door shut, so if anybody knocks, I'll just say, I'm really busy right now. I'm really busy yeah. making new, doing news, that, that news thing. We are creating exceptional radio in here. Exceptional stinking radio, man. <laughs> Sean said to pretend I'm busy. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. He would do that, too. Freaking boss walks in. That's the first thing Chris would say. Yep. Sean told us to look busy. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, man. <laughs> well, you know, I do want to start off with National Burger Day and then and, and talk about hamburgers. And <laughs> Chris is doing the happy dance. <laughs> it is now, and two ones. Phone lines are open. Uh, what's the best hamburger in, uh, burger in town? So, I am going to start off with that. What is the best stinking hamburger in stinking town? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty. I'm Don. I know you don't eat meat, but uh, yeah. You you were talking with Trey about some of the uh, the the veggie burgers. That some of them are they're either really good or either I would assume they're either really good or really bad. Yeah, there's really no in between. Right. Either that's really good or I wouldn't want to eat that again. <laughs> I, a handful of straw would be better. <laughs> this is a handful of straw. Uh, I uh, you know I I I'm getting calls on this. That's funny. I do want to say this, that I, the family unit still enjoys Whataburger. Mm-hmm. We get Whataburger maybe once a week. Right. Um, I will, and I used to, man, I had a friend who, when I first moved to San Antonio, she took me all around and t- showed me all the things that are special about San Antonio. And one of the first places she took me was Whataburger. Right. And I fell in love with those burgers. Those are great. I lo- used to love Whataburger. And then the suits in Chicago took over, and Trey's right. I have noticed a change in quality. Right. It's just it just ain't the same burger, man. So is it a lack of quality or an improvement? I I, I no, it's not. A, it's I, I don't I can't tell. It's just uh, it, it, they just aren't the same burgers. Mm-hmm. I I can't tell you the last time I actually had a hamburger from Whataburger. I I get the uh, the chicken strip uh, sandwich sandwich with the uh, with the honey barbecue sauce, which is you know increasingly difficult to do with the chicken shortage. That's well, and that's because of me because I I I'm, Sean, I eat a lot chicken. of chicken, man. <laughs> I eat a lot. Old Sean eats a lot of chicken. I do. I eat a lot of chicken. I like chicken. I I but I but it, well because you can't screw it up. They're, 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 there are three chicken strips, you yeah. know, that you if can you get anywhere. That up, you can't do anything. If you can't do a chicken strip sandwich, even in Chicago, right. something's, you know, really wrong. So I get the chickens. But uh, as far as hamburgers now, 
I can't think of where I actually go to get, because I'm sorry, a lot of the fast food places suck. McDonald's ain't what McDonald's used to be. They're soggy, weirdo, weird, you know, they, they don't even have grills anymore. They don't fry anything at McDonald's anymore. They get the patties out of these little steamy drawers. They just have them stacked up in these little drawers that are steamed. Right. And so it's like eating a, a Big Mac now. It's just a mouthful of mush. And so I don't go to, I'm not really into McDonald's anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, the front, I mean, uh, Jim's Diner. Did you like Wendy's? No, nah, I'm not. I, I, hamburgers should not be square. All right. I've always had an issue with them because their freaking <laughs> hamburgers are square. I don't understand it. Messes up my mojo, man. I can't well, have that it, going on. Put it on a square bun or something. Where do, you, where do you get a square bun? Open up a loaf of bread. There you go. Piece of Texas toast? Yeah. Why, why don't they just make their freaking hamburgers round like everybody else? Why do, why do I have to have it? That, that, it's always been my issue. Because the stinking corners hang out, ha, hang out the bun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're really mad about this. Well, it's always bothered me. And they're not, the, they're, they're, they're not sound like they're great burgers either. It was I mean, so you know. funny. You looked at me and you were angry. It's like, and we, then at some, you got halfway through the sentence and you realized, this is the stupidest argument I've ever come up with. Well, no. <laughs> no. Factually, it sounded dirty to me all of a sudden. Okay, I, that's well, what it was. Okay. I thought you realized. I had a dirty thought, <laughs> and I went away for a couple of seconds. Okay. I'm just saying the corners <laughs> hang out the bun, and it's just, they, it ain't right. They're like appetizers. So when Chris Chris works everything out, right? Yeah, so yeah. when he goes to Wendy's, what do you eat the corners first? Yeah, it's like horse devours. Oh, God. It <laughs> Cut them off. Put them on a freaking toothpick, man. No, nah, I don't do Wendy's. Mm-hmm. I like Arby's, Ar- but that's not a real hamburger. That's that's that's, sli- that's beef. It's sliced, uh, what do you call it? Roast beef. Roast beef. Right. The beef and cheddar is great. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like the beef and cheddar? If you don't, there's something wrong. Well, you, you, I, I don't mean you. Right. If you eat meat and you don't like the beef and cheddar, there's something wrong with you. You're probably a communist. But in fact, I think Wendy's is. I think the commies have taken over. I think. I think Wendy's has was and has been always a communist organization. That's why their. That's why their hamburgers are square. Because <laughs> they're communist burgers. <laughs> but Jim's Diner still has. You can get a great burger at Jim's. What is it? The Frontier Burger is that what it's called? With the barbecue stuff on it. Now that's a little bit of heaven. But I'll also be honest with you that, and we got full lines, just hang on, guys, full lines on hamburger day. But, uh, I, you know, I don't even really am not into hamburgers that much anymore in my life because they just make me, they give me the bloat. I just, I get, I eat a hamburger, I get, I get bloated. Right. Really, like a, like, you know. Sure. Maybe like a, perhaps like a whale on the beach, man. The belly just inflates. Huh? Enzymes in the beef are not agreeing with you. They're not. The older I get. So I, I usually get, you know, the chicken strip sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yes, Chris. Okay, please, the, the, please say something bizarre. Well, I just imagine the comforter just hovers above the bed. It, it does. It does. You know, a whale gets beached on the uh, on the shore, and the gases make the belly inflate. Mm-hmm. That's how I wake up every morning. <laughs> well, I've told you, don't eat so much before you go to bed. Well, that just never works out. Hey, I um, said that too. You see, eh, I had a pork chop before I went to bed last night. So I'm just saying, I, I don't know where to go. <laughs> There, I don't. No, I have a. Be- <laughs> I just I'm laying in bed in his tidy whities eating a pork chop. <laughs> in my tidy whities. I don't wear tidy whities. Hey, come on now. Hey. 
So anyway, uh, that's the beginning of the show. Uh, you having fun? Uh, now, there was a place on the west side that I used to, that we used to go to, a little place called Express Burger. Very tiny. There's, not, there's no seats. You just pull up to the drive-thru. It's only a drive-thru. All right? And I don't even know if it's still open or not because I haven't been to the west side since the pandemic thing started. But they also had catfish and shrimp and stuff, but their burgers are really good burgers. Right. Chris, do you, you know what I'm talking about? No? I'm sorry, I just burped. Some of the gas is escaping from, from the pork chop from last night. Like pork chop, yes. See how you are. Shake and bake burp. Shake and bake. No, no I like, uh, what is it, Freddy's. Uh, what are those called? Frozen, the steak burgers. Steak burgers. Now, those are good. Those are fun. What are you, what are you laughing at me now for? They're fun. Well, they're, it's Freddy's, man. It's just fun. They got ice cream and it's not ice cream. steak it's burgers. Frozen custard. Well, a frozen custard. What am I? What is this, New Jersey? We're back in Jersey now. <laughs> it's custard. That's what it says on the sign. Frozen custard. Frozen custard. Right. I'll be honest with you. When I last September, when I had COVID and I stayed home for two weeks, couldn't go anywhere. And when I got cleared, that was the first place. Freddy's. I want some frozen custard. <laughs> Where are we going? Frozen custard. You got to drive through, get some frozen custard. Right. right. They have pickles too. Well, for Don. I mean. Okay, a pickle burger uh, must be great to be vegan. So I, I one thing I'm now I, I I'm not into In and Out. I, I don't I'm not I don't do In and Out, and and I'll tell you why. I don't want to have to order in code. Okay, I don't order in code. I I, I don't you know want to order stuff. What what are you laughing at now? No, it, nothing. What did I say now? <laughs> nothing. What? You just keep going. You're gonna get us all in trouble. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'll tell you off the air. I don't like their, because you, you have to order in code. You have to know animal style or whatever. I don't know. What? I, what are you laughing? I don't, I really don't get it. What have I said? What have I done? All right. You said you don't do the in and out. Man, the the burger place. What the hell did you think I was talking about? It's you. What did you think I was talking about? The burger place. The the California burger place where you have to order animal whatever the hell. Oh, you people are filthy, man. You know, you're right in the gutter all day long. I didn't. I meant the the hamburger place. All right. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Well, there goes my career. All right. 21059. Had a good run. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. You can visit Sean at your favorite I, burger I, joint. Well, I just didn't. I didn't know. I was saying the name of the place, and it right. really cracks up. Okay, and, so what, your favorite burger place at this point, before any, you could you have people call in <laughs> and tell you where to go for a good, good burger, and your favorite at this point is where? I would probably go to Jim's. All right. So if I really want a big stinking burger with grease dripping off it and and barbecue stuff and. Um, because I, I like a burger with a chocolate milkshake. Okay. And what about Chris? What, what, what Chris, where do you go? Where does Chris Glasgow go? Well, I, I've been doing Frontier Burger lately because I really like their mushroom Swiss burger. But uh, my other favorites are Chester's and uh, Tycoon Flats. Have you noticed a, a change in Waterburger? Waterburger? Since water, yes. Waterburger? I'm from Maryland. That's how we say it. Waterburger. <laughs> yes, I have. See how you are. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Full lines on National Burger Day. <laughs> We'll be right back, maybe, on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Chocolate, chocolate chip. Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. All right, Newstalk 550 KTSA. 
It's National Burger Day, and I'm yes, I am starting off the show with your favorite hamburgers. Although I spend most of the opening segment talking about my least favorite hamburgers. Let's go to Alex. Alex, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Hi, good morning. I got a burger place for you, man. That's awesome. It's on Hebner. It's called Hamburger Station. Hamburger Station. Hamburger Station. And I have one more thing for you. Yes, you do. In and out. Oh, stop. You, You know... I uh, I was talking about the hamburger place. I honestly, what you people are filthy, filthy thinking people. CJ on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Uh, what's going on with you, man? Hey, what's up, brother? How y'all doing this morning, man? Not too bad. Just kicking back, having some fun. Yeah, I can tell. It's been a great listen to y'all. Hey, um, I like this place. It's called Artie's Burgers, man. It's it's delicious. It's like every time you take a bite, you have, you taste seasoning and the meat. Oh, wow. Man, it's a good burger. Artie's Burger? Where's that located? It's in Cipolo, or Shirts. Oh, wow. Um, it's off of uh, it's off of 3929 Cibolo Valley Drive. Oh, wow. I may check that out because I, I thought I might go to church in Cibolo or Shirts this weekend. Uh, there's a place I want to check out, so maybe I'll check that place out. Artie's. And what do you like about them? Oh, the seasoning. You, you can taste the seasoning in every bite, huh? Yeah, you can taste it. And like, I'm like a food critic almost sometimes, man. Like, right. It's really good. good. Excellent. Thank you, brother. I appreciate the call. You know, because a, a burger is a simple thing, right? I mean, uh, but you can... It, a burger, if I have a problem with a burger, it's usually going to be because it's just boring. You know what I mean? I like weird crap on my burgers. I do. I put guacamole on my burgers. I like, I like pico on my, I put pico on everything, man. I, I sprinkled pico on the cereal, man. I like weird crap on my burgers. That's what I'm trying to say to you. Uh, here's Johnny. Johnny, how you doing? Hey, good morning. Hey. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Not too bad for a Friday, when I, man. When I first moved down here, I went to the original Longhorn on uh, Blanco in 1604. They've got a great, great burger there. They Is that pretty good? Everything there. Oh, yeah, it's real good. And if you're from the Midwest and you have a craving for White Castle, you can still get them at HEB in the first oh, section. I love White Slider. Castle, man. Sliders. I love white cat. I eat a whole box by my damn self, man. And if I'm not mistaken, microwave for thirty. I'm oh, sorry, the I'm Longhorn. They're the ones. Seconds. They the Longhorn puts the cheese inside the patty. Don't. Oh, they? see, that's cool. Yes. Oh, yes. I like that. Yes. Hey, what was the name of that place, uh, Sean? What was the name of the place you were talking to Trey up in New Braunfels, right off of thirty-five and forty-six? Ah, uh, I don't remember. Terry's or Terry's? I do not I remember. I mean, the only place I've been to in that neck of the woods would be uh, Grist Mill, but I, I don't remember if I've ever had a burger there or not. I don't get a lot of burgers. I'm not a big burger guy, actually. What's that? Yeah. Right. I said if you, if you think about it, check it out. Uh, say, say it on there because I, I will like to try it out. You said it was right off of 35. I, I didn't. I, I wasn't talking about it because it's not a place that I know. Uh, okay. Trey mentioned right, cool. Mosey's. Mosey's. I think it's Mosey's. Well, that's what it was. That's where Trey goes, okay. Mosey's. Mosey on over there. All right, man. I appreciate the call. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Um, it, you know what I don't like? Well, I love White Castle. First off, to just White Castle. White Castle is a little bit of heaven, man. 
It shouldn't be, right? It's the thing about White Castle. It's like a bumblebee, right? It shouldn't be able to fly, and yet fly it does. You know, White Castle, you look at it and you think, that's got to be the crappiest tasting thing in the world. Oh, man. Give me a box of damn White Castle. And I don't like fancy burgers. I don't like my, my, my wife. Uh, I remember I tried to impress my wife when uh, one of our first dates. And uh, we were going to a movie. Uh, and I'll note to self, uh, if your girlfriend is prone to nausea, don't take her to a 3D movie that takes place in outer space on uh, IMAX because she'll vomit. Um, but I, before I was trying to be all fancy, so I took, I'm not going to say the name of the place, but I took her, took her to this fancy place. And, uh, and my wife's not all that fancy. My wife isn't, isn't, uh, she's, she's a down to earth person. And, uh, we ordered burgers and this burger comes out with kale on it. And it's one of those burgers, Chris, that has a knife thrust down through the center of it. You know what I mean? To hold it all together. She called it the white man's burger. She said, this is a white person's, this is a yuppie burger. I'm like, what the hell is this? There's a knife in the middle of it. I said, baby, it's an $11 burger, baby. It's a white person's burger. She don't like fancy burgers. Two ones here. <laughs> well, I was trying to impress her. She's like, what are these things on the burger? Like, baby, that's kale. Those are bean sprouts, too. It's fancy. It's a $12 burger, baby. Why is the knife going through the middle? I mean, it's just it's fancy. It holds it together. Wet old burger. <laughs> yeah, that was that's what I was going to say. Um, oh, Gennaro, you know Gennaro knows where some good burgers are. <laughs> I bet you know where some good burgers are, don't you? Oh man, dude! Oh, just on, man. <laughs> All right, brother. Um, check this out, man. There used to be a place here, a couple of restaurants here called Fud Ruckers. And oh, you yeah. Go, you got to yeah, be real careful how you say that on the radio. Uh, I, I guess, exactly. <laughs> so don't even try. So we know the place you're talking about, right? <laughs> um, well, they closed, man. They oh, I know. Closed and, and, and it was so cool, man, because you could go. Oh, man. That's right. You could, you could, you could ask your burger to be cooked a certain way mm. and you put on your own toppings and cheese. And they I miss that there. place. Right. And they closed, dude. They they, they boogied on out of San Antonio, man. But one experience, the first time I went there was in 82, and it was over there by Ingram Park Mall. Mm. And after we went to that restaurant, we went to Kmart, and I bought my first heavy metal cassette, Iron Maiden piece of mine, dude. But Yeah, Don Morgan's giving you the devil horns there. Hey, man. That's I good. Love your show, dude. Thank you, brother. Love your show and love your books, brother. <laughs> Thank you, Gennaro. I appreciate it, man. Rock on, dude. Thank you. Hey, check out my books if you want on Amazon.com. On my dirty little poetry books. We'll take a break. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. It's. Sorry, Memorial Day weekend, 2021, and we'll talk about that a little later on, uh, and we'll we'll talk some more burgers stuff here in a minute. Um, but first off, yeah, a couple things that just popped into my noggin. 
Uh, we, Abbott's uh, going to sign this thing, I, I guess, uh, uh, on uh, banning social media in Texas from banning people f- because of their political beliefs. Now, Greg Abbott's been really signing some killer, uh, kick-ass legislation uh, into law uh, the past uh, week and a half or two weeks, you know, and and all of it pretty much I've agreed with. I, I just, I don't, I have such mixed feelings about social media, and, and I'll tell you why. First off, I, I'm, I forget who said it. Maybe was it Rand Paul? I don't remember who said it, but I'm I'm kind of one of those people that I, I do social media. I do Facebook. That's all I do. And primarily because of what I do for a living, you know, I promote the show that way. And uh, also, it's really my only avenue for promoting the books, the, the books that I write and self-publish and stuff. That's You can find those online. And I promote that stuff on, on my Facebook page. Uh, and I, you know, usually talk a little smack on, on the face puke, and it's a great way to keep up with people you've known for a hundred years. That's, you know, all true. But there is a part of me that also understands it's completely unhealthy for the human condition. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really, it's a, social media really is a kind of sickness. I mean, it really sort of is, man. You realize, Chris, you know, I know you've seen this, just how comfortable people have become taking selfies. Like, we don't all know that you're the one taking that picture. Like, I just saw a buddy of mine. He's got this picture of himself looking off into the distance and laughing. And it's like, dude, I know your freaking arm is, like, straight out taking that picture. You're not looking off anywhere and laughing. Some some wandering photographer did not just happen to come upon you <laughs> while you're in mid-guffaw and, and snap a picture because you're so stinking interesting. You took that picture. In fact, Chris, on my uh, on my Facebook page, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a a, a selfie type selfie, so you can see what I mean, because we all do it at some point. But like, if it all shut off, just shut the hell off. I think we'd be better off. I, I think we, <laughs> I think the human race could survive the loss of social media. Okay, the people who would have the the dip, most difficult time with it would be the young pukes who don't know any other way of freaking existence, you know. But the rest of us, we, we if we remember a time before we could live without it. Factually, the happiest people I know in my world right now are the people who are not on social media. It's a little more difficult for me because of what I do for a living, and because I'm also completely self-obsessed. But beyond that, take those two factors out of the mix, and I don't care about social media. <laughs> But, you know, it, it, this idea that somehow, and I, I get, uh, Trey makes this point all the time on Where at Rima that it's kind of acting like a, like a, like a publication when they edit algorithms and they edit news feeds and they dump some people because of what they post and blah, blah, blah. And they shot, they ought to be designated as a publication. Then you could sue them for libel, blah, blah, blah. But it, my, my only argument is that, Social media only stink and exists because we allow it to exist. Because we all stink and law. It's a choice. Every time you go online or go onto your social media platform, all right, you're making a freaking choice. It's not a true public square in that sense. We have made it. You and I have made it one of the most powerful and influential forces on planet stinking Earth. But, baby, we did it and we do it every day. 
you do not have an inalienable right to go on social media. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, all right, well, ban people from, or ban social media from banning people in Texas, that's fine. I, I, it's the, it's the least, it's one of the, the only piece of legislation he's, he's, he's pushing for that I really don't give a crap about one way or the other. You know, it's social. If, if, if some hippie in Simi Valley owns the damn platform and he don't like your political beliefs, yeah, he could shut you down. It's his freaking social media platform. You know, you you make that guy richer every time you log on. <laughs> every time you log on, you make that on Insta. What is it? Twitter. You make that Rasputin looking idiot. Uh, you know, a little bit richer. So we're all making a choice here. Uh, let me take a couple more hamburger calls, and then I'll, I'll, I'll we're gonna talk about Caitlyn Jenner, or Bruce Bruce Jenner, Bruce Lynn. And what a wuss he's turned out to be. And then coming up at 10.05, it's our first official edition of Friday with Kinky. Friday with Kinky. Kinky Friedman will be joining us. He's going to sing a new song. It's only about a week old, actually. I, I heard this uh, on the phone about a week ago. So you're kind of getting the Kinky experience, the Kinky Friedman experience that I get. Because uh, we, we have a really cool relationship in that he reads my poetry. And then when he writes a song, he calls me up and he plays it for me on the phone. Or he plays it for me in the in his office. So you'll get a bit of that, and then we'll see what else is on Kinky's brain. And there's always on something on Kinky's brain. Uh, 210-599-5555. Here's Sam. Sam, how you doing? How you doing, Sean Rima Arriaga? <laughs> hey, uh, you're going to have to turn in your man card, dude. Why? 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 Well, first of all, you had to turn it in because of the Hallmark Channel. and then now you're That's my wife's your, thing, man. You're eating in your tidy whiteies I don't uh, wear tidy whiteies Oh, my God. <laughs> You know what? Here's a tidy whitey story for you. When I first moved in with my wife, I said, "Well, I got to buy some more underwear." She comes home with a big pack of tidy whiteys. I'm like, "I'm not putting those on. Burn those now. I'm not my father. I'm not wearing tidy whiteys. Okay? They're so icky." I'm just messing with you. I know. Hamburgers, Chris Madrid's, dude. Is that pretty good? Oh yeah, Chris Madrid's on Blanco duty. Yeah, it's Chris. You like that? Chris Madrid's. I'll have to check that out. I've heard a lot about that. Yeah. Longhorn, like that gentleman was saying earlier, right. I used to love to go there. Oh, man, big, fat, juicy burgers. Oh, big, great. fat, juicy burgers. Yeah. Oh, man, and the fries. I mean, it was Rock a great on. place. I hadn't been there in years. I don't even know if it's still open, but Chris Madrid's, that is my go-to place. Excellent. Dude. All right, man, I got to run, yeah, man. Great, Sam, Sam you have a great week. Have a blessed week in yourself, sir. Oh, and the place that uh, Trey was talking about earlier, Chris was, P. Ter- what is it? P. Terry's? Uh, where is that down in New Braunfels? Okay. 210-599-5555. We'll take a little break. <laughs> People are still calling up about the stinking hamburgers. It's National Hamburger Day. Uh, it's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA and the FM 1071. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back, New Stock 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi. It's a Friday show. It's Memorial Day weekend. Got Kinky Friedman coming up at 10.05. And I'm just going to leave it open throughout the show because it's National Hamburger Day. So we're talking about our favorite hamburgers here in town. And a bit of news here and there, a bit of newest. Wow, Bruce Jenner, Caitlin, Bruce Lynn. Wow, what a walk back. So, um... You know, I thought uh, Jenner was, he's running for, he's, it's a he, dude, it's a he, 
It's a dude, man. Yeah, right. You're a dude, man. And I'm not anti-trans. I'm not transphobic. If you want to live your life as the opposite gender, that's fine. I would rather you keep the kids out of it. <laughs> you know, leave the children out of it, please. Dear Jesus, do you need a law for that sort of thing? Yeah, I guess we do. Uh, but uh, Bruce Lynn, Caitlyn Jenner, uh, running for governor of California, originally said that it's unfair for dudes to uh, identify as women's and then uh, compete in women's sports. It's especially unfair, uh, I believe, in the high school at the high school level. When a lot of these young women are, are you know, going for scholarships and stuff. It's almost theft. At that point, Kayla Jenner said it's not fair because men are just different physically than women. And, oh, boy, was that dude canceled. Oh, they went after him. Oh, he's trans. Suddenly people, I think Tucker Carlson said this, suddenly people who are not trans themselves knew more about being trans than a trans guy. And I thought, well, you know, good on you, man. I know, that's probably offensive right there. Uh, good on you. You know, he's taking a stand. He's an Olympiad, man. He would know. It just isn't fair, and we have to protect girls' sports in our schools. That's what he said in that freaky-deaky voice of his. Well, then, uh, Wednesday, he goes on with uh, on Fox with Bill Hemmer and Dana Perino. Uh, and he said, well, you know, uh, young boys can compete in girls' sports if they began transitioning when they were, quote, very young. What I would do as governor, I would put together a commission. Trans women compete in the Olympics. They compete in the NCAA. But when it gets down to the high school level, there's no guide rules. Trans women who are truly trans would, at a very young age, start proper medical treatment. They've grown up as girls. Of course, they should be able to compete in girls' sports. Oh, God. You know, I, I'm so sick of people walking back their own stuff whenever they start getting a little flack for it. You know what I mean? He made an excellent point. He, he was standing up for women's rights. The liberal pukes of this country who like to consider themselves feminists are now, they've now walked themselves into a position where they have to defend the rights of men against women. And Jenner is arguably was the, the you know, it kicked this whole movement off. Personally, I just think he, you know, lived with the Kardashian chicks too long and just didn't want to be a man anymore. I mean, they're high maintenance, man. You may not even want to be a dude after living with the Kardashian chicks for a while. Good God. So, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I know you want to be governor there, buddy. <laughs> dude, I know you want to be governor. <laughs> See, I'm being offensive to trans people just by saying that. Dude. Dude. He just walked that back. He, he, he walked that back. That's walked that stuff back after a week, man. And that's what I'm saying. It's such a wishy-washy era in which we live in, man. You get enough flack for something or you think you're going to get canceled. Oh, I'm sorry. John Cena, who in his own weird way we now know is kind of a girl. Uh I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If he was talking about the Japanese government, I almost would expect him to pull out a Bushido blade and just shove it right through his guts, you know, right there on Instagram. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I dishonored. You know, doing that stupid hand thing he does. 
So that's that's what I think about that. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce, Bruce Lynn, you know, man, that you just, you really just invalidated yourself, dude. You just really totally did. It ain't happening, okay? Uh, uh, no, it ain't happening for you, man. I guess that is an offensive thing when a trans dude is just saying dude. Just merely saying dude is, like, offensive, I guess. Dude. All right. Kiki Friedman coming up next on Newstalk 550 KTSA. I'm a Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Sorry, I got the laughing. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA. Uh, five minutes after uh, 10 uh, on a Friday Memorial Day weekend. And uh, we're, uh, we're going to be talking to Kinky here in just a second. He's going to sing one of his new songs for you. And then uh, we'll talk about uh, the uh, the uh, camp for uh, Gold Star families, which obviously has even more significance uh, now uh, coming up on Memorial Day. And uh, and then see what else is on his brain. We're going to do this every Friday at 10.05. It's called Fridays with Kinky. And uh, we'll see what's on his brain. He's there? Okay. Kinky! Kinky, how you doing? You're on the show. How's doing? Pretty good, man. How you doing? I was figuring what I would need, and it is a coffee, cigar, right, glass, guitar, guitar, <laughs> right, guitar. Now you're gonna you start off with a with a new song. You played this for me on the phone uh, about a week and a half ago. It's gorgeous. Uh, anything you want to say about it before you start? Uh, well, not really. Uh, it's. <laughs> It's it's just another side of uh, of the rodeo. It's called uh, the was life and death of a rodeo clown. You know, I mean, with a Memorial Day, so this right. has kind of a connection there. Okay, that's about a line of who. who uh, well, I don't want to go into this too deeply, but he fell off his perch, and uh, he lived in. He was a real rodeo clown, and it's called. Uh, the life and death of of a rodeo clown, and we'll see if I can spiritually stumble through it here. Hear that okay? Yeah, it sounds great, man. When Kirk Purcell was only three, was sitting on his grandpa's knee. The old man gave him some strange but sage advice. And he didn't have to tell him twice He said, son, be a rodeo clown Son, be a rodeo clown Ain't a better occupation Ain't a finer education In this whole damn nation Son, be a rodeo clown So Kirk Purcell became a rodeo clown. Picked the cowboy up before he hit the ground. And the crowd would laugh and cheer as he carried the pain from town to town. Just a day in the life of a rodeo clown. The 
people often mocked him. The timekeeper never clocked him. The crowd cheered as another cowboy tumbled to the ground. Blood and dust fell like like manna to the crowd. But as his grandpa once told him, the life of a rodeo clown is bound to make Jesus proud. Ain't a better occupation, ain't a finer education in this whole damn nation. Son, be a rodeo clown. Gotta be strong. Gotta be brave. So nobody knows how many will save, son, be a rodeo clown. When a cowboy gets thrown hard in the dust, he looks for the cowboy's hero, someone he can trust. Sometimes all it takes is a helping hand get you back on your feet again and far from the arena where some folks never seen a rodeo before I took a limo to the airport and like the lonely bull I I paced the lonely floor They said some folks was crying as Kirk Purcell lay dying, but there was no help to be found. There was no one to say the rodeo clown. <laughs> oh wow that's a beautiful song man that's gorgeous and uh it's a new one right that's a brand new one i knew that was, a week ago it didn't exist yeah. <laughs> that's just... I, mostly i think it's tragedy and truth has uh, gotten me through right right not too big a deal of it but um if you're writing songs a real smart thing to do that i've found is Write to a silent witness, um, someone who isn't there, who's far away, who's a sweetheart you've lost, or someone who died. Hell, it can be a lost cat, you know, but someone who's not present on the scene, and and it's like a letter, dear so-and-so, and, and then you take away the salutation at the end of the song, and and you've got something pretty pure. Mm. Well, that's... That work every time. Well, that's pretty pure there. That's a that's a gorgeous, gorgeous poem, gorgeous song. Thank you so much. Well, I yeah, it's a, and uh, got through it with Black Rifle Coffee Company. Sean, have you tried that? <laughs> Not yet. No, Trey talks about it all the time. I haven't tried it yet. Now we uh, well we because uh, also we want to talk about the camp because it's uh, the camp uh, up at Echo Hill. You're doing a camp uh, for the kids. 
of the Gold Star families, which obviously this weekend, uh, those folks are on our mind. And uh, so can you tell us a little bit about, uh, uh, you know, how when the camp's going to be going on and how folks can get involved? Sure. Uh, the Gold Star camp, the uh, first session is June 21st. And the second session is July 1st. And um, you can... Um, the best thing that will tell you something about all this is go to um, echohill.org, echohill.org. Mm-hmm. Now, Echo Hill was a camp, still is now, it's been brought back to life, but was a camp 60, 70 years ago that my parents, Uncle Tom and Aunt Min, put together, and it was their dream. And my sister and I uh, have just about got it up and running, and we've had a lot of help. Uh, from people, uh, I might have told you this before, Sean, but uh, these are people that just want to volunteer. And believe me, you're volunteering your time and energy is just as good as volunteering money. And um, it's uh, the guy was uh, fixing a, a water heater in the back of one of the bunks. I told you this, yeah. Right. And and uh, and I went back there and he volunteered one of many volunteers, I told him, hey, thanks. I want to thank you for what you're doing, you know. Mm. And he says, I'm doing it for Jesus. Mm. And I told him, I'm doing it for Moses. <laughs> Two perfect. good Jewish boys <laughs> who got in a little trouble with the government. But, but at any rate, the, the Black Rifle folks have been terrific. They're like co-sponsors. The Green Beret Foundation is co-sponsoring. Bank of America, UPS. And a lot of... Uh, People who want to remain anonymous uh, have made big donations, but any kind of donation is uh, is great. Make it a financial pleasure. And who would have thunk that I'd have wound up being a philanthropist <laughs> along with my sister? She runs the place. She'll be a the director. sister, yeah, Marcy, right? Marcy, right. and I'm kind of the Gandhi-like spirit, um, right? And yes, you are. It's really. Uh, it's taken off because it means something to the people that are working here. You wouldn't believe, like as far as the military goes, very. We got a number of colonels up here that are, you know, fixing up a dilapidated uh, bunkhouse, and it's starting to look great. In fact, the whole place is starting to look really good, and it's uh, it's going to be a great summer, and I think it's going to mean as, as much or more to us than it is to the kids. I have a feeling <laughs> that the people are getting a great sense of doing something right right um, so the two camps so you have the the first camp is for you up here yet sean yeah i was there last week yeah i know but you weren't actually working here no oh you were a guest and <laughs> you just made chris laugh no i'll come up and do some work because I'll, I'll probably see you next weekend anyway and uh whatever help you need man i'll, I'll help you out um now the first camp is for gold star kids and the second camp is for kids of first responders right well, they're both for Gold Star kids, but uh, the first responders will probably uh, be with the second second session, the one July 1st. Right. Okay. That'll be a mixed bag. The whole thing is we've never done this before. This is a um, – uh, we're trailblazers on this. But we're going to have a lot of things that you use. Like lately, we've added a water polo program. And uh, I know nothing about water polo. I'm a retired uh, water safety instructor. <laughs> right. And that's the problem. Most of the people are, are old who came to Echo Hill, but a lot of them 
aren't. And uh, it's it's something that uh, really does your heart good to be involved with. So I really recommend it. Volunteer. I mean, it's a good thing to do. It's something to do. Don't sit around whining about things or or just, uh, I mean, anybody can have a barbecue or right. Or go to a rodeo, for that matter. Right. But uh, it's amazing how this technology has worked on this, Sean. Well, with the uh, with the internet and uh, and bringing people together and and getting them involved. Well, no, I'm talking about how how we were able to do that song. Oh, oh, yeah. No, and we're going to do a song every week if that's okay with you. Yeah, yeah I think it's great. These are all new songs. They've, they've they've never been demoed or recorded or anything yet. It premiered on this show, and that makes me proud, man. It makes me proud. I'm gonna have me to go. Too. I'm gonna have to go here in a minute. But um, um, again, if you want to get involved, uh, it's echohill.org. Echohill.org. Uh, you can also look up Echo Hill on Facebook, and there's a Facebook page. And uh, between the website and the Facebook, all the information is there. And uh, you know, again, on Memorial Day weekend, uh, doing this for the uh, for these Gold Star kids, it's just. Uh, you know, I think you said it last week that uh, we're trying to make a bad hand good is uh, something to that effect. That's and, uh, right. Play it well. Play, play it well. And I'm, I've got a f- feeling these kids probably have more to teach us than we have to teach them. But it's not a school or a clinic. It's a fun camp. And it's going to be a great summer. Very cool. Kinky Freeman, man. I'll, 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 may the Lord take a liking to you, Sean. <laughs> you too, my, my friend. I'll call you back here this weekend, okay? Great. Okay. I love you, Kinky. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Mr. Uh, Kinky Friedman, uh, 210-599-5555. Again, if you'd, uh, if you'd like to, uh, uh, be involved and help out with the camp for Gold Star kids and also kids of, uh, fa- families, uh, first responders, echohill.org. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, man, News Talk 550 KTSA, 23 minutes after 10. It's the Sean Show. Another brand spanking new Kinky Freeman song premiered and debuted, debuted and premiered on this little program. That's really cool, isn't it? It is. It's just him and his guitar in his office. Very intimate. And uh, he's writing a bunch of new songs. Right. And, uh, you know, it's really cool He's because... He's very prolific lately, hasn't he? He has. He, you know, he... When I first started hanging out with him, which was around 2010, 2011, mm-hmm. he hadn't written a new song in 30 years. Right. Or 35 years. Because uh, he, he, he mostly focused on the mystery books and that stuff. Mm-hmm. And touring. He still toured, you know, did tours and stuff. But he hadn't written a new song. And I'll never forget, as long as I live, you know, we, we used to go into Kerrville and buy some chicken from the H-E-B. You know, imagine riding in the, you know, Kinky's truck, just going to the H-E-B in Kerrville. <laughs> and as is, is, as is his nature, he just starts talking about something as if you've been talking about it for a while. Right. Well, Sean, I got this song I'm working on. I mean, I can play it for you and get back. That's about half done. And at the time, it happened so quick, I didn't think about it. Mm. And then I ended up, he, he wanted me to, you know, cause he, he likes my writing. He wanted me to kind of try to come up with some lines and stuff. And so, you know, we spent the next, uh, until four in the morning writing that first song, me and my guitar. And it was just, a, it wasn't until like three days later that I was like, wow, that really happened. <laughs> and, and ever since then, he has not stopped writing songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you look at how 
any of these idiots that are sort of the top of the food chain, the music industry, and they'll put out a record every few years. He has put out, let's see here, uh, the first was uh, Loneliest Man I Ever Met, which was uh, mostly covers, and, and covers of more new versions of his, some of his older songs. Right. He did Circus of Life, which had the, the guitar song on it. We got a lot of great reviews, uh, critical reviews. And then he did uh, Resurrection, uh, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And he's probably got enough now to do a fourth. He's going to do a fourth. Right. So, you know, in, in you know, a handful of years, he's put out three records and has enough for a fourth. Mm-hmm. And he just, once he, once he sort of got back there, he just hasn't stopped. Right. And it's beautiful. And, and it's cool for me because I have the distinct pleasure of when he writes a new one, he calls me up and plays it on, on the phone. Sure. So I hear all of these songs for the first time ever that anyone's ever heard them except for maybe his sister. Right. And it's just and his dog. And his dogs, and his, <laughs> yeah, you know, and the donkeys, the burros. And he's just, uh, you know, he, he, what I love about Kinky is that he, it, it, and I think he, this got kind of lost in the, you know, before he started writing again because he wrote so many funny songs and sarcastic songs. Mm-hmm. And he himself is very funny and a little weird, you know, eccentric that people don't realize just what an amazing writer he is and what an amazing lyricist he is because most of what he's written uh, as far as the new stuff they, these are all serious songs he's they, they aren't you know eh Jerry biscuits in the oven you know it's nothing like that these are these are very serious heartfelt songs mm-hmm. and uh he just can really turn a line he just can create just so much beauty and truth in a handful of words right and and I almost think that he needed that the, that time between the mid seventies and when he finally picked up songwriting again, just to go out and live his life and travel the world, mm-hmm. because the songs he writes now are very reflective. Obviously, right. he needed to have some new experiences. Yeah, you know, because you know what you figure when he first came along, it was the whole cosmic cowboy thing. Oh, yeah. going on, you know, and yeah. And, you know that's not the way it is anymore. No. So he's had to adapt to the way things have changed and and try to find his way. And he still has a space in it, obviously. Oh yeah. Still go to see him live and buy his recordings, what have you. So, you know, getting these experiences and and sharing them with us is a wonderful thing. Oh, that's And I great. always like when he's on your show. He kind of reminds me of my dad a little bit. My oh, dad's yeah. not a singer songwriter, but he says the craziest stuff just <laughs> out of the blue. Yes. And you don't know if he's being funny or not. Yeah, are you are you being serious or are you are you yanking my chain over here? I don't I know. know what you're doing. Yeah. First couple of years I knew him, I I never yeah. knew. You know, it's, it took me a little while to kind of figure out when he's being funny and when he's yeah. not. My dad's like, your dad's like yeah, that. My dad's like Kinky Friedman with a French accent. It's hilarious. <laughs> you know, it just makes me laugh. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. So uh, we'll do that every Friday, and, uh, and yeah. you know, most importantly. He, Kinky's a wonderful human being. He does he some is. great things, you know, with with his charities and his and his yeah. his ranch up there and inviting children over. And you know, it's that's no easy task. When well, all of a sudden you live in solitude most of your most of the year, and then all of a sudden you're overrun with people's kids. Yeah, you know. And well, when I first started hanging out, the camp was still working, was still right. operating. Yeah. So you know, you go up there some in the, in the summertime. You got all these kids running around. You yeah. know, it was great. It was a very vibrant place. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it becomes very kind of solitary uh, right. when that's done. Right. But the thing about Kinky, and you're absolutely right, is he kind of comes off kind of crusty and grumpy, and because yeah. he is, he's crusty and grumpy. Yep. But he he has a heart of gold. He has the softest, 
most caring heart of anyone I, I've known, uh, you know, a handful of people I've known in my life who I thought were genuinely good people down to their heart, down to their soul. He is, you know, near the top of the list, if not the top of the list. He just, he loves animals, he loves people, he loves kids. They never forgot what it's like to be a child either. No. Even after all these years. He no. Knows, you know, he knows that this, this type of thing is important to them. Yeah. You know, so. Well, because, you know, I, look, the, one of my good friends that works up there that moved up there a few, uh, couple, few years ago, Floyd, he, he was a camp kid. Right. You know, he went there as a as a kid, and, and now he works with Kinky. He works for Kinky, basically. And uh, you know, it's it's. You know, I mean, I went to sailing camp when I was a kid. You know, <laughs> for like two weeks. Uh, you know, okay, that must that's dangerous for you. Because I, you say I wasn't half sm- bad at it. Well, you know, actually. it's not just that, but you say something smart, they're going to throw you in the water, <laughs> toss my ass overboard, yeah. make me walk the plank. But you know, I mean, that week, that two week, I think I was a week and a half, two weeks. I don't remember how long it was. I was, you know, 14 or 15. I still remember every day of that camp yeah. in that summer. Right. First time I ever fell in love was, uh, was during sail camp in Annapolis. So it does. The, the, you know, that experience stays with people and, and, uh, and just God bless them. So it's echohill.org, echohill.org. And also check out the Facebook page. You want to learn more about the camp for Gold Star Kids. And, uh, we'll, uh, like we did last week, I'll do a blog later on with the song on it so you can take a listen to it. Uh, we're gonna take a break. It's Sean, uh, 210-599-5555. It's also National Hamburger Day, so you wanna talk about your favorite hamburgers? <laughs> New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. Nah, I'm Sean. Nah, are you? Phone lines are open 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555 as we slide into Memorial Day weekend 2021. Don't forget uh, on Monday at 3 p.m. to just take a moment to stop everything. And uh, remember those who gave everything, gave everything they had to give so that you and I could enjoy our freedoms and our liberties and our way of life here in the United States of America. And, it, you know, uh, it ain't about, uh, uh, you know, it, it being somber, you know, uh, and gloomy, uh, through the weekend because some people kind of take it that way. Now, I, I've talked to vets who said, you know, uh, my colleagues who lost their lives, uh, protecting and, and defending, uh, what this country stands for and what it is. They, they want you, their spirits want you to spend time with your family and friends, float the river, grill some, some, some food, have a good time, enjoy living in America. That's what they gave their lives for. But at three o'clock, of course, on on uh, on Monday, we try to take a moment and uh, and reflect on those who made the ultimate sacrifice uh, for the rest of us. Which is something that is, you know, it's uh, it's it's hard for me to fathom because you know I, I <laughs> look at what I do for a living. I run my mouth. <laughs> I sit on my ass and I run my mouth. And the only reason I'm able to do that is because somebody else at some point put their name on a piece of paper. Gave their futures and their lives up for grabs, uh, to go out there and do what needs to be done and needed to be done to provide me with the ability to do what I do. Uh, and I guess that's why I also get, uh, I get pretty, uh, I become a real hard ass when it comes to free speech issues, uh, in America right now, which are under assault on many, many different levels. Uh, certainly they are. But man, I, I just, I never had, I, I never felt that I had that level of courage or, or sacri- personal sacrifice to join the military because, uh, just joining the military, you're, 
you're 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 in a sense handing your life over to someone else. So God bless those that lost their lives and gave their lives so that we can be sitting here talking on the radio and doing everything else we like to do here in America. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Esteban, how you doing? All right, I got a Memorial Day thought considering what happened last year. How many military men the military is an integrated world. As a military brat, uh, I, rem- I was remembering an uncle of the baggy green flight suit variety Memorial Day last year. But how many how many military men, how many, how many military brats were recalling African Americans who gave their lives mm. last year and all the crap happened? Right. And so it's, you know, people don't realize that in a military, in the military environment, the military brats, those kids, skin killer, the thing that mattered was the unit mate. And if the unit mate dies in war or in a peacetime military accident, that unit mate was another aunt or another uncle. And for the military men and the military women, that, the person who died was a brother or sister first. Mm. And so, you know, I was just realizing... With all the crap of last year with Chauvin and Floyd, how many so-called whites would, were mourning for African-Americans on Memorial Day, remembering the heroism of African-Americans and all the disunity happened? So this year, I think we need to just focus on unity and loving one another yeah. and realizing everybody's a human being. I concur, man. I couldn't agree more, man. Thank you so much, Esteban. You have a great weekend, brother. God bless, and thanks for bringing on Kinky. <laughs> Every Friday, man. Thank you, sir. Fridays with Kinky. I was going to call it getting kinky on Friday, but then I realized that just don't sound right. Uh, 210-599-5555. Well, because I, I, all the poems I've written for Kinky, I don't know why, but this, you know, uh, it just can't, to me, the first poem I ever wrote for him was called Getting Kinky. So I thought it sounded funny. But really, what the title implies is getting to know Kinky or coming to understand something about Kinky. Right. And so all, most of the, the, the that first run of poems that I wrote for him all were getting Kinky in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, getting Kinky for cash is another one I wrote right. where it was just he and I in his truck singing Johnny Cash songs together, you know. And uh, uh, so I thought, well, I'll call that getting Kinky on Fridays, but... I don't know. <laughs> just, you know, just leave off the on Fridays. Just getting, 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 we're getting kinky. Getting kinky. Getting kinky. Yeah. Uh, 210-599-5555. Jeff, I know a lot of people who would tune in and be, you know, maybe, filthy, maybe pleasantly surprised. You know? Filthy people out there that would tune in for that. Here's, uh, especially you people in the newsroom. God, you have dirty minds. What? Get filthy, filthy I, I people in the newsroom. Here's uh, Jeff. Jeff, how you doing? Great, man. How are you today? Not too bad, man. What are you thinking? Hey, have you been following anything on this restaurant revitalization fund at all? Yeah, not really. Not this week. Honestly, I haven't. I'd have to to look it up and really kind of refresh my mind about it or look into it. I'm a a white male restaurant owner. Right. And I got my application in for the funds within 10 minutes of the fund opening. Right. But the first 21 days, they're only processing and accepting 
applications from women and minorities. Wow. And the women and minorities, the preferred group, have applied for and taken the entire fund. Oh, good Lord. So as a white male restaurant owner, I get no consideration. Hmm. That's, you know, and my heart breaks for you, man. I'm going to look into that. We'll talk about that money, perhaps. But you're, you're right. Right now, if you're a white male, you're, you're, you're bad, man. You're evil. You're racist. I mean, I, I was talking about this, uh, this panel in, uh, the University of Virginia about white evangelicals and how they're going to kill us all, man. I mean, it, it's, you want to talk about institutionalized racism. There it is. They're building well, an institution of racism. And it's against white people and specifically white dudes. There, one restaurant here in Texas sued the SBA for discrimination, and the judge ruled in his favor, but only mandated the SBA require his application. Hmm. Didn't right. put an injunction and say, hey, you need to consider everybody equally. Nah, nothing's equal and, anymore. But, you know... The pandemic affected all of us, no matter yep. of our skin color. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't think it's fair that the government choose winners and losers based on skin color. I absolutely agree, man. Let me uh, let me look a little deeper into that this weekend, and we'll talk about it on Monday. I promise. But that's that's uh, no, that ain't fair at all. And it, there there is a institutional war against white people right now, especially like I said, white men. And unfortunately, that's you, and that's me. So I, I got to run, Jeff, but uh, we'll, we'll check it out on Monday. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. He's absolutely right. It's not fair. But that's why they're, they've swapped out the word equity for equality. Martin Luther King was about equality. Equity is kind of a not-so-clever way of turning the idea of equality into more of a, a concept of who deserves what. And uh, and and it's also, as uh, Trey points out, Marxist in nature. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Stay connected. Yeah, News Talk five fifty KTSA. Final few moments of the show on this Friday uh, morning. Edition of the Sean Show, Memorial Day weekend 2020. Isn't this a dumb little show? We have fun 20, on this show. What? 20 what? What did I say? 2020. Did I really? <sighs> well, memory's the first thing to go. 2021. <laughs> I guess if you didn't have a good one last year, you can make up for it. Last year sucked, man. <laughs> didn't last year suck? This year's starting to not suck so bad. And that suck when your life is 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 based on a metric of how you know it sucks less than it did the year before. <laughs> like we have a few like sort of sucky years to get through before you actually start saying, "Ah, that was a great year." Well, it sucked less than last year. Here's Richard. Richard, how you doing? Hey, pretty good there, Sean. Hey, I just wanted to say, Kinky still got it, man. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? He's the man. I'm telling you. And when he puts on a benefit. The last time I saw him at a benefit was at La Zona Rosa Cafe. 
and it was fantastic, man. Best benefit I ever been to. You know, I, I, I went to one uh, Utopia Rescue Ranch uh, concert in Kerrville uh, a few years back. And, uh, you know, that was, he, he just, he, wait, first off, he's got, he knows all these guys that are still playing. They're all, they all came up together. And so, uh, that was the first time I actually met Billy Joe Shaver was, uh, was in Kerrville. And, uh, and, uh, Ray Benson was there. And, uh, 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 oh, what's his name? Uh, ah, I just went blank. But, uh, yeah, a bunch of cool folks were there. And, uh, he, he, he the thing about Kinky is, when he wa- and you, having seen him play, you know what I'm talking about. Then when he walks into a room to do his set, he goes up on stage and it's just him and his guitar. He doesn't have a backup band, none of that stuff. Just goes up with his guitar, and he goes for about an hour and a half to two, anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours, and it's brilliant. You know, I mean, he 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 sits and clowns with the audience. He is very sometimes not very politically correct, which I've always admired. Because, uh, and he just, love people love him. They, people just love him when he's, and I tell him that, oh, people just love you, man, you know, and, uh, and they do because he's a, he's a great human being and he's funny as hell. He's, I've always said that if, if, if no matter what room you're in, Kinky Friedman is the smartest guy in the room because he's a deeply literate man and a deeply intelligent man and, uh, just one of my favorite people. It's my honor to know him. It really is. Concur a hundred percent, brother. Rock on, man. Have a, have a blessed weekend, man. Thank you, sir. All right. We'll see you on Tuesday. Because we're not, everybody keeps messing with me. They do this to me every holiday. Whether it's, it's Chris Glasgow over there or it's Trey Ware or sometimes Don Morgan hops on this too. We're off on Monday, right? Well, no, we're not. What do you mean? Of course we're off on Monday. Well, and Chris will start shaking it. Oh, no, we're, we got to work on Monday. Yeah, there's been a change in company policy. Trey, where's it? No, no, we're working. Yeah, no, we're working. Yeah, 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 we're working. There's a certain. But I know am- we're not. There's a certain amount of time that you're supposed to spend in the studio every year. No, you. you or or they revoke your third class radio telephone operator permit. <laughs> I lost that years ago. <laughs> so therefore, according but see, but they, according no. to my calculations. You need to be here on Monday. See, it's because you guys understand how my mind works, and you plant that seed of doubts in my noggin, and it grows, and it blossoms, and it blooms until I'm calling the freaking boss. We don't work tomorrow. Half the time on Memorial Day weekend, I call him Sunday. We don't work tomorrow, do we? No, Sean, we we don't. All right, just making sure. So thanks, guys. (laughs) We are not working on Monday. Maybe not work. No, we're not working on Monday. We're not. You are. No, I'm not working on Monday. Not working on Monday. All right, but don't come crying to me when the FCC comes in for that yellow slip of paper. (sighs) 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 Do do you know? Does your wife know? Because I know you're a vegan, vegetarian. What is vegan, vegetarian? Vegetarian. Is crawfish season still going? It is. Can you still get crawfish? Sure. I want some crawdads this week as well, man. They're late in the season, they're getting pretty they're big. They're big, man. Yeah. They're like that's the, when they's the best. They're like lo- junior lobsters. They're like junior lobsters. <laughs> I was saying that to like because that's what I say. That's what I say to people when they who've never had them. I'm like they're li- they're just little lobsters. And Elaine is curious about eating crawfish. She's never had them. Right. She's like, she's like what are they like? This is this morning. I'm like, they're just little lobsters. They're just little lobsters. That's all they are. Well, the next time we all get together, she should join us. She should. She, Elaine and Ralph can come along and be a lot That'd of fun. That'd be great. Yeah.
Yes! Plus, on my voice gets all high, I start talking about crawfish. That's great! <laughs> yeah! Like he's been pinched by one. Yeah! <laughs> I almost sounded like a Cylon there for a second. Just fix it before Monday. Do what? Just fix your voice before Monday. Okay! Yeah. When you're back here doing the show. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> this is such a bizarre program. It's really just strange, strange little radio show. This is called Killed in 90 Seconds. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah that's man. it. You got 90 seconds to kill before the weekend. You do what you got to do. Thank you once again, Kinky. <laughs> That's K-I-N-K-I-N-K-Y. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to William Rodriguez, Don Morgan, Kinky Freeman, and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Remember the fallen. We'll see you on Tuesday on News Talk 550 KTSA. Bye.